A wimbo way. A wimbo way. A wimbo way. We won't put you guys through that. That'll be our intro for this for sure. <laughs> what is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number five of the Culture Shock Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Tyler Grant, and sitting across the table from me is... Cody Hager. What's up? How you doing? Man, I've, been, I've definitely been better. Uh, I woke up this morning at 2 a.m. with like body aches thinking I had the flu. Yeah. So that's a good way to start uh, mm-hmm. your morning. And then I got to um, get my son up this morning at 8 a.m. And then he had the biggest diaper blowout all the way up to his shoulders I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh, no. To his shoulders? To his shoulders. You're telling me. Straight Diaper up. stuff. To the shoulders. To the shoulders. Back of the shoulders. That's disgusting. And then I just haven't felt great today, so I probably look like bad and all sweaty if you're watching on YouTube, so I deal with it. But it's a good day. Uh, We're going to be talking about some movies um, this week. But before we get into that, Endgame comes out when? Now. Let me figure this out. Actually, I think in two hours, technically, is the first premiere on the (sighs) East Coast for us. Yeah. So we were talking about this a little bit earlier today, and we're... I feel this hole in my soul mm-hmm. that we aren't able to see it today. Yeah, it's called fear of missing out. <laughs> I'm fe- feeling FOMO so bad right now. Mm-hmm. When I started to see reviews come up online, I was thinking, like, I hate the fact that other people have seen this movie, and I haven't. It mm-hmm. kills me, because I'm just ready to go see this thing. Uh, we've talked to a few friends who are going to see the movie literally tonight. They're rubbing it in our face. Yeah. So It does not feel good. It doesn't feel good at no. all. I was telling you earlier, this is kind of what I feel like. From, uh, Ted from How I Met Your Mother, he makes the sensory deprivator 5,000. Yeah. So he's trying to stay away from all spoilers from the Super Bowl. This was Ted in How I Met Your Mother. But that's going to be me the next 48 hours. Literally, yes. Making sure that there are no spoilers. Is dropped. it 48? We've got... We got 51 hours, right? 51 hours till we're uh, gonna see end game. That sucks. So it's um it's a lot to take in, and also end <laughs> uh, game reviews are in. Yes. Non spoiler reviews. So do you have those pulled up if you want to go through a few of those tweets that we saw just talking about how big of a movie this is, how big and good it is, really? Yeah, there's a lot that I saw. Like you said, a few tweets. Um, the people were, were putting out where they just kind of gave their non-spoiler re- reviews. The things that I saw really, everybody says it's an emotional roller coaster. Yes. Like in, in the truest sense of the word, that there are the highs, there are the lows, there's everything in between. Um, that, uh, you know, what was it? Chris Evans came out and said he cried six times. Yeah. But then multiple people came out and said, I cried at least six times. Like when the credits rolled, there was no dry eyes. In the no, no, no. What was said. Another thing that somebody said I thought was really interesting, I was listening today, and they said that, do you think it's coincidence that they cried six times considering there are six original Avengers? Oh, oh. Uh, something to think about. No, they ain't all gone. I doubt that that's There's the going to be something big for each of the Avengers. Um, I just want to read a few of these. Um, one of the tweets was, this can't be understated. Endgame is everything you want it to be and more. I'm absolutely floored. A perfect reflection on the last 11 years that pays off everything in the best way possible. Without question, my new favorite MCU movie. Um, that's one of the tweets. I saw one about all of the amount of speculation that people could have done could never live up to what actually happens yeah. within the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... It's going to be big. I thought my expectations were sky high. But then after reading these reviews... They're even higher. They're even higher. But then I think the movie's going to even go higher 
than that. Oh, yeah. I, I, I hope so. I hate it because their expectations are so high, and I'm always wary when you, you, know, you see a critic come out and give it like a 96, like, yeah. oh, this movie's fantastic. But yeah. I think the majority of people who have seen it by now are, are either critics or like influencers yeah, now. for sure. You know, so they're always going to talk it up one way or the other. I still have sky high expectations. Hope it's great. The world premiere was Monday night when they did the red carpet and all the actors were there. Was it? Monday? I think so. And then Tuesday, a lot of like influencers and YouTubers and podcasters got some early showings. Um, yeah, we so, didn't for some reason. Though. I know, right? Come, so come on, Marvel, hit us up. We're yeah. we're growing, so hit us up. We want to be a part uh, of your uh, the culture shock pod at gmail dot com. I think something like is that, that. What it is? Some? Hey, send us mail if that's us, the correct. I, if it's correct, then you know, we'll get it. You maybe. know how many emails we have in that email account right now? Two. Two. We literally have had two. I checked it. The other one day. is the welcome email, and one is the Twitter verification email for the pod. Culture shock. It, oh yeah, it's culture shock pod. At gmail.com. So hit us up an email. Send us some fan mail if you want to. The no, the Culture Shock Pod. It is the the Culture Shock Pod. So we don't even know, but just try all Culture Shock Pod emails. Yeah, and, at maybe, emails, we'll get some. and maybe we'll get one. We're of just them. flying by the seat of our pants to get an episode out every single week. Which especially today, we're on week five. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. Time is fl- like really. Yeah. I said that at week two, kind of joking, but we're going. Like we've been at this for mm-hmm. almost Consistent. a month. Mm-hmm. We have six episodes out, including our bonus Rise of the Skywalker episode. I forgot about that. I know. That so we're, Judas, we're Judas going through. Right. I mean, that was Judas' uh, yeah. premiere into the podcasting world. So anyway, we are diving this week into diving. our summer movie preview. Like Michael Phelps. <laughs> diving diving in. Michael so. Phelps. The summer movie season starts off tonight, technically. It's the first big blockbuster yeah. of, you know, the end of April, beginning of May. So we're starting off tonight with Endgame. Mm-hmm. And then I would say the end of the summer movie schedule is around the beginning of August when kids are going back into school. And that kind of ends with um, Fast and the Furious, Hobbs and Shaw. Which Why are you is laughing? August 4th, because I've never seen a single Fast and the Furious movie. What? Yeah. So You've never seen a single one? You haven't seen the first one? Came out in 98, I think. Check this. I went, I was like, when I went, I was like six, right? Yeah. I went to the theaters to see this movie. I went with a friend. We walked half out of the movie halfway because his mom was so upset by the movie. She was upset. It was a six-year-old seeing The Fast and the Furious. I went, okay, it came out in 01 for the record. So I was eight. So you were eight. I was eight in the theater seeing this movie. So it, it wasn't appropriate for an eight-year-old at the uh, time, for sure. Yeah, probably true. But that first one, man, that's good. It really is. Tokyo Drift, terrible. But I don't know why I said it really is. Too fast, Too Furious is not the best. Anyway, we'll get into our uh, Fast and Furious ranking episode. That's coming up soon. Be, Send us an email at theculture.shotpod at gmail.com if you want to see that. anticipating that. I hope nobody oh, yes. emails that in. Please. But please. I just wanted us to talk through a few of the big movies yeah. that are coming out this summer. Um, when, as you look at the list, we're looking at IMDb's release of 2019 summer movie previews. The first one, of course, is Avengers Endgame. That's everybody's most anticipated. There's Number no one. question yeah. behind that for us. But what else even like just entices you at all? Because you weren't really sold on any of these movies yet. No, and on this IMDb list, uh, for those of you um, who maybe haven't seen it, which you probably haven't, but there are uh, 60 different movies that they list on here, yes. ranging from, of course, Avengers Endgame to some very obscure ones. Yes. Mid- Midsommar, never even heard of that. Yeah, so, things that we won't see. Yeah, exactly. The first, like, six, seven of the ones that really stick out. Um, so on here, Spider-Man Far From Home. Yes. Okay, that's going to be that's super right. important. Well, that's a great thumbnail. Yeah. For those of you who are watching Getting on YouTube. pixels with that thing. There's, like, four pixels in that whole entire image. Yeah, pretty much. 
Um, so anyway, Spider-Man Far From Home is going to be massive, depending on what happens in Endgame. Yes. You know, it could play a huge part in, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just excited the to see that. The first movie dropping after Endgame. Yeah. it's It's got a lot of weight on its shoulders already, and we've seen one trailer from yeah. it. You know? So what was the first movie after Infinity War? Ant-Man and the Wasp, right? Yes. I or was it just Captain Marvel after? No, it was Black Panther, Infinity War, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel. That was a weird noise when I was making him there. I already feel Sam texting me when he listens to this to I know, like correct you, us. You got this wrong. You give yeah. us some uh, Sorry, Sam. source correction in on this. But I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, uh, and Man and the Wasp. So Spider-Man Far yeah. From Home is the equivalent of that. Just a little bit better. I hope it, it isn't the equivalent of it. I hope it's better. Yeah, I enjoyed Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah, it's okay. So I think Spider-Man Far From Home is going to be a cool entry into it to see what really happens after Endgame. How does Spidey get back? Are we in a different multiverse? And Jake Gyllenhaal as uh, Mysterio, I think he'll be pretty good. I hope so. He has range. Yeah. I, I don't have anything wrong with him. I, I like the guy. I think he'll be pretty good. Yeah. I'm not too worried about it. Anyway, I'm excited about that one. Yes. Uh, that one stands out on this IMDb list of, of what's coming out. What about you? What do you see? Um, the first thing that I really see... Judge me if you want to. It's Toy Story 4. No, no, that's... Because, yes, that's it's good, a kid's yeah. movie. It's Pixar. But Toy Story has been my favorite Pixar franchise. One of my favorite movie franchises of all time. I rem- like Toy Story 1 and 2 were some of the movies that I watched the most on VHS at home. So you're telling me it goes Star Wars, Toy Story, MCU... And what else? Uh, Lego movie, probably. Lego movie, Honestly, uh, yes, that's where we're at the, with that. The Lego Cinematic Universe, the LCU. The LCU. Yeah. They kind of do have the LCU going on right they now. They actually do. <laughs> but I'm anxious to see what they're going to do with Toy Story 4. Because Toy Story 3, if you have seen it, which you should have seen it by now, it came out nine years ago, was the perfect finale to that trilogy. We were the same age as Andy. I don't know if you actually realized that. We were? We were the same. I think he may have been one year older than us. So he was going to college, giving away his toys. We were going to college that next summer. So we were kind of in the same boat as Andy, and it just really fit the nostalgia so well. Mm. We'll see what happens with Toy Story 4. Have you watched any of the trailers yet? I haven't. I'm I'm reading the storyline now. It says, Woody, Buzz Lightyear, and the rest of the gang embark on a road trip with Bonnie and a new toy named Forky. 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 Yeah, it's this fork that has been created into a toy with like googly eyes and stuff like that. And it's it's going to be some interesting dynamics because it's about his existence. He doesn't believe that he should exist because he's not actually a toy. Ooh, interesting. So it may get into some like literal identity issues that people are having. Like, should I actually exist? What's my purpose in life? So that's going to be an actually interesting deep delve into the story story realm of things mm. so i'm really interested to see that deep dive into the deep dive into the tsu tscu toy story cinematic universe yes which is all the pixar universe if you've seen the pixar theory right i haven't actually i've seen articles don't give me that look what <laughs> i've seen articles but i've never actually read them i probably spent too much time reading the jar jar theories to <laughs> yes. get into the <laughs> pixar theory but the pixar theory is just this theory that every single movie that pixar has made exists in this one big universe and it's on this huge timeline oh yeah yeah so it's a really interesting read you should watch a video on it i need to it, i'll add that to my it's list it's a quick watch and every time a new movie comes out some youtuber adds how that movie fits in the PCU. <laughs> Probably true. The PCU. The PCU. 
the Pixar Paul, unit. <laughs> the PopCon <laughs> Student Union. Yes, <laughs> that's definitely. what I'm thinking right Shout now. out to Lee University. Lee University. Um, so that's our probably our top movies that we're anticipating. Mm-hmm. There's a long list. What else do you see on this list that really just sticks out to you? Well, speaking of rumored cinematic universes, we have Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Is that what the title of it is? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Once yes. Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is Quentin Tarantino's... What, ninth movie. Ninth movie? Yes. Uh, and isn't that the last movie he's supposed to make? I think he said he wanted to make ten very good movies and then be done. And then counting Kill Bill as one movie. Yes. Yeah. Putting that all together as one. Yeah. So anyway, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Also, have you ever heard that apparently every single Tarantino film happens within a similar or a same universe? Hot take. Oh, no. I've never seen a Quentin Tarantino movie. You've never seen Fast and Furious. You've never seen a Quentin Tarantino movie. Never seen Django Unchained. Never seen The Hateful Eight. What are some other Pulp ones? Fiction. Pulp Fiction, um, Kill Bill. Kill Bill. Yeah. I've never seen any of those. But I kind of want to see this. I legitimately do. You have to watch at least Pulp Fiction first. What's the, what's the one that the, the Caprio won the Oscar for? The one with the bear? With the bear? That is not Quentin Tarantino. That's Alfonso Cuaron. Um, that is... What's the name of this movie? Oh, my gosh. We're bad at this right now. I, 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 Sam, help us out. No, what is it? Uh, the Revenant. The Revenant, yeah. Jeez, that is not... so not Quentin Tarantino. He did get a lot of praise for um, Django because there was a scene where he was like fussing somebody out, essentially. Yeah. I'm not going to get into the details of the scene, but he was uh, really, really mad and had a glass in his hand, and it shattered or something like that, or he was supposed to break it, and it shattered in his hand and cut his hand wide open. And he kept acting oh, the entire scene. I've actually seen that. And used the blood on, like, Django in the movie. I, yeah. Oh. So it's like this real, like, hardcore acting moment from... I mean, it was it was very method. Yeah. Yes. And they were kind of worried because he was losing a lot of blood. If you oh, really? watched the scene, you would not know. You know, maybe if you looked at the actor's reaction, but you would not know that he was That's, actually bleeding. He goes all out on his roles. I, I do like Leonardo DiCaprio. I do. You can't not like him. But talking about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, it's a story of... Uh, I think it's set in 1969, 1970. And Leonardo DiCaprio is a famous actor. And Brad Pitt is his stunt double. So it's just kind of going through looking at 1970s Hollywood, how the film industry operated, mm-hmm. and how, their dynamic between each other. It's interesting because Brad Pitt's a little bit older now. And it's kind of like him looking back at who he used to be with Leonardo DiCaprio. I, yeah. I can see that happening. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, so the, the actual tagline they have is a faded television actor and his stunt double strive to achieve fame and success in the film industry during the final years of Hollywood's golden age in 1969 L.A. And if you have watched Tarantino or if you've ever watched like any of his interviews, he is a film geek. And it's not like, oh, I love The Godfather and I love, you know, classic movies. Yeah. He loves everything yeah. film. The obscure movies from all these time periods. I mean, obscure, but he he is a student of film, so this will be, I don't know, it'll be really well, good. Well, I'll have to really see this one. I'm, I'm actually excited about it. So odd to me, you haven't seen any other Tarantino film, but you want to see this I one. I know, I don't, I guess just it's, I don't know, I'm bigger into film now than I was when all the other ones were coming out. I don't know, maybe... They're, they're, any Tarantino film, almost any t- Tarantino film, is worth going back and watching, though. I mean, it, he's... I may watch a few. Uh, yeah, he is... He's fantastic. But also disgusting in some ways. Shifting our conversation to an even deeper movie than Quentin Tarantino, Detective Pikachu. Yeah, you just take over here. I'm, I have no... Have, have you played nothing. a Pokemon game ever? Does Pokemon Go count? Yeah. I, and then I've, I've played some of the stuff on, like, the DS and... Um, I don't know. We had one for like an N64, maybe? I don't Pokemon know. Pokemon Stadium, Pokemon Snap. 
I have no idea. I was like 11. <laughs> so Pokemon is not Cody's expertise, but no, I know I love Pokemon. It's been uh, one of the staples of my childhood. I've played every generation besides one or two, played all the spinoff games, seen all the movies and the anime, watched the show. I love it. And whenever this first dropped, it, it came out of nowhere, honestly. Have you seen any of the trailers for Detective Pikachu? I think you sent me one, and I watched about 20 seconds of it. So you know who's playing Pikachu, right? Uh, Pikachu. Ryan Reynolds. What has that guy not done? Jeez. It's so Seriously? weird watching him in the trailer sounding like Deadpool because it's just his voice, but it's Pikachu. Ryan Reynolds, if you follow him on Instagram, he's been hyping this like crazy. He's incredibly excited to delve into this role as Detective Pikachu. So all of the CGI that I've seen, if you're watching on uh, YouTube, we can see Cubone, Eevee, Pikachu, Mewtwo, and Snorlax. Um, it's not the best quality picture, but I think it's going to be really cool to see them in real life. Well, in real life enough. As CGI. In real life animation. IRL. <laughs> but Pikachu looks really good. And I think Ryan Who's this little dude here? Eevee. You know who Eevee is, right? Of course I know who Eevee is. The evolution Pokemon can evolve into like yeah, eight or nine. the evolution nine. Pokemon that oh can evolve gosh. into like eight or nine. Thanks. You're killing me. I knew it. I told you. This movie comes out in three weeks. Oh, wow. It's really soon, so I'm going to have to convince my wife, Elizabeth, if you're listening, can we go watch Detective Pikachu sometime? Elizabeth, say no. So, just a quick note. Evie looks kind of like the Night King with those eyes. Just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, Game of Thrones talk. Always. Um, Also coming out this summer, we have a new interpretation of Men in Black with Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson, which is funny because it's a reprisal of Thor Ragnarok. And Liam Neeson. Yeah, and Liam Neeson. So it's, but I, I like just the, the the duo between Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson because mm-hmm. it's coming back from Thor Ragnarok. They're yeah. reprising this role. A new trailer came out today, so I think it'll be an interesting movie. Yeah, they had some good chemistry in, in Ragnarok. I yeah. mean, their acting, I'm sure, will be fun. The story, it's always been weird and I've odd. Never, I watched the first Men in Black. I thought you were going to say I've Ten. never watched any Men in Black movie. <laughs> Ten years ago, I watched Men in Black or so. The most experience I have with Men in Black is the ride at Universal Studios. You just go through and you shoot all the aliens. What? We, we're so off on that. I've never seen all these movies. You've never ridden Universal rides. Like, yeah. oh, do we even know each other right now? I've, just, I've only been to Universal once. I don't know. And you only went to Islands of Adventure. Yeah, I couldn't tell you the difference between the two. Oh, we mainly went for Harry Potter World, too. I've been to Universal Studios four times, I think. Have you ever been to Disney? Yes. See, I've never been to Disney. Really? Literally never been to Disney. We're going to talk about that in just a minute. Okay, yeah, 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 sorry, but that always surprises people, like, 26 years old. I didn't go really until I was, when Elizabeth graduated from grad school, it was kind of her, like, good job present. We went to Disney with our family in 2017. Why wasn't I invited? I don't remember that. Sorry about you. Uh, You definitely missed out on that one. Um, Anything else on the list that really stands out to you? I have a few more I want to talk through, but I want to see if anything else um, tickles your fancy. (laughs) Of course, everything does. Uh, no, Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw, it, it's going to be stupid, it's going to be cheesy, but it'll be actually kind of decent. Like, I don't know, have you, of course you haven't watched no, them, but even the more recent ones, I mean, it's just an action movie with cars, like, yeah. the first one actually had some, like, ground roots that they really worked in there, but I, I don't know, I'd be interested in watching it, maybe. That's what, you know, that's a red boxer for sure. Yeah, not going to be one you go see in theaters. No. Definitely not for me. No, not really. I want to also dive into, we talked about Disney a little bit, but we're we're diving into the world of live action remakes right now. Yes. We've got what? We've got Jungle Book, Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. Has anything else come out that's been a live action remake? Cinderella? 
What Cinderella has that come out? It, it came out like four years ago. 2015, um, 2014, I think. Um, but yeah, we're we're starting to really kick off with these. We have two coming out. Dumbo, sorry. Dumbo, Dumbo, Dumbo is the, the most out. recent one. Yeah, it didn't have a lot of killer reviews, honestly. Mm. But Lion King, I am incredibly excited about this interpretation of it. Yes. Are you? I honestly am, and here's why. Because when you look at the classic cartoon movies, like Jungle Book, like Dumbo, there's, there's a good genre that cartoon fits in, where it's like, of course this is make-believe, yeah. we're not going to shoot it live action. Yeah. And this is just a more serious story. Yeah. You know, Lion King, it, it, there's a lot that happens in it. And it works, of course, perfect as a cartoon. That movie's fantastic. But I think the live action will be kind of cool. I think if, if they do it the right way. Once again, you got to have the little kind of just silly moments. And I think they're going to stick pretty similar to the storyline. I mean, mm-hmm. Beauty and the Beast is pretty dead on with their original Beauty and the Beast. And I yeah, think true. with this, the trailer was almost shot for shot of the original trailer from Lion King. And Lion King is one of my favorite animated movies of all time. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's just such a classic. It's so good. And then is see, that going to be on your all-time list? Lion King? Yeah. Honestly, the original Lion King could be. Yeah, I could see that. It I really, could respect that in like top 20, top 25. Maybe top 10. Top 10? I don't know. It'll be interesting mm-hmm. when we get to, to that top list. We'll have some yeah. honorable mentions as well. Yeah. But the cast, we, we Donald Glover's playing Simba. Oh, yes. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, I did. James Earl Jones is reprising his role as Mufasa. Yes. Um, and then Billy Eichner is Timon. Do you know who Billy Eichner is? He's on... Um, I know who Timon is. Um, Billy Eichner is in Parks and Rec. He's the... Um, he comes in around season five. What's his name? R- this, like the white dude who's very just like... Ex- exacerbated with everything. Are you talking about he's always in like the community meetings and stuff like that? No, or? he's a Oh, no, you're staff. talking about the guy in the office. Yeah, and he's yeah. tall. Um, yeah. And he, he's gay. Yes, that dude. Yeah, yeah so yeah, he's yeah, going to be yeah, Simone. Yeah. Seth Rogen is playing Pumbaa. Pumbaa. That'll be interesting. And then Beyonce is playing Nala. So they have a, a pretty a big a cast. A wimboe. A wimboe. A we won't put you guys through that. That'll be our intro. For this for sure. <laughs> um, and then also we have Aladdin coming out this summer as well. I don't know how I feel about this one. Not as hyped. <laughs> no. The first trailer was really good, but then they unveiled the first image of Will Smith as the genie. And if you're watching on YouTube, this is terrifying to look. At. I can't even. T- <laughs> I can't even really look at it. It's so creepy. It's just. I don't know. Robin Williams uh, was the perfect genie. Rest in peace. But. <laughs> Will Smith, I love him. I love him to death. He just yeah. looks weird. Yeah. It's a really weird interpretation done with CGI of him. I don't like it at all. <laughs> it's going to just creep me out. Maybe it'll surprise <laughs> us, but I'm definitely more excited for Lion King. Yeah, um, yeah they, but that gets into the same type of thing of like, these are these are just funny little silly kid movies. They have serious moments yeah. in them and teachable moments. But when it be- you know when it becomes live action, you're kind of looking at a different audience. Yeah, it's just weird to me. Um, and then John Wick comes out. John Wick three going to conclude the trilogy of John Wick movies. The JWCU, the John Wick Cinematic <laughs> Universe. Um, have you ever seen John Wick? I haven't. I've always heard good things about I've it. I've heard great things about um, it. My little just, brother loves the movies, and I, I mean they're just action like shoot 'em up movies. Yeah, much, it's just this iconic series of action shoot 'em up movies. So mm-hmm. shoot em up. Um, and then one of the last ones I want to talk through is Godzilla, the King of Monsters. King of Monsters. Did you see the Godzilla that came out like five years ago? Uh, nope, I didn't. Man, I've really fallen off the movie train. You really have. Years. I haven't, but I did hear good things about it. It was still an action movie. Actually, I take that back. I tried to watch it 
um, about six months ago. I had it recorded on YouTube TV. And um, I couldn't get into it all that much. Brian Cranston's in it, right? Yes, he is. Yeah. And then also, um, I think it was Scarlet Witch. Olsen. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen. I think yeah. she was in it as well. Really? So it really wasn't a bad movie. It was a pretty good interpretation of Godzilla, but nothing that. Um, I'll probably see it. Are you going to watch it? I might go see it. There's also Godzilla... What is this? Godzilla versus King Kong in 2020? Yeah, I saw that too. But also look at this this monster that Godzilla's fighting. It's like this three-headed dragon shooting out lightning from its mouth. Yeah. That's pretty intense. That is pretty intense. Yeah, I think it'll be... I mean... They're staying... I think... I mean, that looks very Eastern, you know. And of course, this is going to be marketed not just to us, but to like China and Japan For sure. and things like that, so... I mean, when you think about Godzilla, you think more of a Japanese-based audience, for sure. Yeah. Well, nothing's going to beat Pacific Rim. So. Dude, Pacific Rim. So Such, good, though. The second one was not as good as the first, for sure, but no. the first Pacific Rim was such a great movie. Yeah, love that movie. Love those things. Love so, it. I think that's all the movies that we can really cover. Anything else? Any, any honorable mentions? Uh, Rocket Man? No, not honorable mention for me. Really? Yeah, I, I just don't. Off the Hills of Bohemian Rhapsody, see how that's going to be. Secret Life of Pets 2? <laughs> no. <laughs> Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile. Is that a movie? Or that is... You're just telling me that That is um, Zac Efron being Ted Bundy in a Netflix original movie. Okay, so you know, I'll watch that. <laughs> I think I will see that one. Yeah, I'll watch it comes that. comes out May 3rd. So that's... I mean, it's not a theatrical release, but it's going to be something good. Dark Phoenix? Yes, I will watch that. I hope. It's... I don't know. I'll see it, but it's going to be weird because there's nothing else I can do to expand this universe because it's the last movie Fox is going to own with X-Men. Yeah, well, and I don't think a majority of people probably know that going into it. Uh, I want to see it. I'm just not invested in it in the same way. And I think now when we're looking at comic movies, especially when you start comparing DC and Marvel, like... How much are you invested in it? Yeah. And people are just not going to care that much. But, I, I mean, I'll, I'll watch it. Uh, two more. Tolkien, which is uh, basically a biography of J.R.R. Tolkien, coming out May 10th. Oh, and that's got a... Oh, what's this guy's name? Don, Nicholas Holt. Nicholas Holt, yes. Yeah. So he's playing um, Tolkien. So that'll be... May may, may not see it. And then my most anticipated movie of the summer of 2019. Dora. The Lost City of Gold. Oh, no. <laughs> Dora the Explorer. Is that going to be a theatrical release? Movie. Yes, it comes out. doesn't even say the date on here because people could not care less Live about Dora the Dora? Explorer coming out. Yes. Guys, come yes. on. So. Dora and the Lost City of Gold. I got to give it to him, though. That cover image looks pretty sweet. <laughs> this is almost like a Laura Croft kind of It kind of does, <laughs> but at the same time, it's still Dora the Explorer. So It's got Benicio Del Toro. Does it really? Yes. What? Michael Pena? I can yeah. say his last name. Is he the one who's in... Um, Eva Longoria is in this movie. <laughs> Michael Pena is the one who's in Ant-Man. Yeah, yeah. This okay. is amazing. There's some big names in this. Eva Longoria. That's I know we're going to have our review on in the middle of the summer. <laughs> we're in the lost city of gold. I hope that it's our most that episode, episode will be in broken Spanish. <laughs> Brought to you by Duolingo. <laughs> I literally cannot wait for that. Um, so I think that's all the time we have talking about our movies for the summer. going to be a good summer. We're going to yeah. be covering some of those um, as we go, but in games tonight. So that's the most important summer movie. And, and we struggled really trying to figure out 
what should we talk about this week? Because we yeah. didn't want to be too in-game heavy. Yeah. Because next week is going to be super in-game heavy. Yeah. The week before was, like, we're so excited for it. I feel like this is us actually just trying to divert our minds away from to in-game. what we're actually like going to be doing, yes. <laughs> because, like, if, I, if we just keep talking about it, I'm going to get so excited, and I will just shirk all of my responsibilities and go tonight. Probably won't. But yeah. Um, I just can't think about it right now. Yeah, I'd rather kill us if we did that. So. Yeah, they would. Let's not do that. Let's not. Um, but in the news this week, we are two episodes into um, season eight of Game of Thrones. You haven't given us a, re- a review on episode one and two. What have your thoughts been so far? I, I won't give much of a review. Just like a initial um, initial impressions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thoughts. Uh, they're just setting it up. Still, it, it's. Uh, I'm, I'm tired even thinking about it because I know this next episode. So, like you said, we're two episodes in. In the first one, they kind of had a lot of these reunions, and then the second one, they really, really just tied up loose ends and had people. Um, th- it's like the night before the big battle supposed to happen was ep- episode two. Okay. So they had people just kind of coming together. So they know um, they're going into battle. Uh, everybody knows they're going into battle, and everybody knows like we're facing pretty much death, but we've got to try pretty much. Okay. Uh, Oh, I wish you watched it so we could get into all the theories of stuff, but like literally all of the characters minus Cersei, um, all the main characters are in Winterfell, and... Oh. Whoa. Sorry, guys. That was my computer pulling up uh, a video, so that was fun. Cersei. Oh, we have a Game of Thrones We got a Game of Thrones image up. Oh, wow. Anyway, everybody's in there except Cersei, so I still think something's going to happen, like a little switch with Cersei, but right now they are getting ready to face the Night King. And then that last episode, like I said, was just um, the night before. And, oh, it was so good. It had so many moments. Um, Brienne of Tarth got knighted, and she's the first woman knight of the Seven Kingdoms, which is a massive deal because when you get knighted, it has to go down into the history books. Wow. So she will forever go down in the history books as the first female knight. And I was telling Sarah, or was it you? I can't remember, that the way the show started... It started with nothing but but male leaders in all the positions, mm-hmm. like uh, you know, uh, Lord of Winterfell, Ned Stark, right, and then the King, um, Robert Baratheon, and then uh, you have no idea. What I'm Who's talking this about. guy on the screen? Jon Snow. Oh, clearly. Jon Snow, yeah. The guy. Anyway, there's a lot that just came out about him, but anyway, the show started with nothing but male characters in all the lead roles and all of the lead positions. And now the show is ending. You have Cersei on the Iron Throne. You have Daenerys, who's got two dragons, who's about to go in. You have Sansa as kind of the uh, Lord of Winterfell. Um, you have Brienne being a knight. It, the show has just made massive strides, and, like, it's just fantastic. Oh, I'm so glad that you love it, because... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, oh, it is just... There's so much in it. Anyway. Game of Thrones. We got five more episodes? Is it five, two... There's uh, six, four more episodes. Okay, there's six total this season. So six total, yeah. Four more, and then the big battle is this weekend. So you're going to see Avengers Saturday, mm. and then you'll have the Battle of Winterfell Sunday. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a good 24 hours for you. Uh, Yeah, it's like, going to be an emotionally exhausting 24 hours. A lot of people are going to die in Game of Thrones, right? Uh, probably. My theory is they may kill off one major character. And by major, I'm saying like Peter Dinklage or you know mm-hmm. Kit Harrington. Like they're gonna call maybe one of those in the battle, but then the okay. rest of them, I think they're gonna pick off because we still have three episodes left. And I think the three episodes would just be the dust settling and figuring out who's over the Iron Throne and yeah. you know who's in charge of what and things like that. So um, I only think we're gonna get a couple major deaths this one. I think Brienne may die. They've been kind of alluding to that. Jamie may die. Um, you still have no idea. Ah. I wish. I'm so just staring bad. at Cody, just like just thoughtlessness. Going Those right of now. you remember, 
thecultureshockpod at gmail.com, who love Game of Thrones, please just converse with me about all these theories, because I need somebody. Because Tyler I'm doesn't under. know anything. I know nothing about it. Like, ugh. But you know what I do know? What do you know? There were aerial images released today of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Oh, yes. We saw this earlier. That's Whenever you heard of some music coming on from my computer about three minutes ago, that was from this website that I was on. So it's just a few, like, it looks like some nice drone shots of what's going on at Galaxy's Edge. <clears throat> and the big thing that you can see is the Millennium Falcon. I cannot wait to go. I think you can oh. walk through it, maybe? You can walk through it? I thought they had a ride where you're in the cockpit. Oh, so Smuggler's Run, Run is yeah. the name of that ride. But I think there's another Millennium Falcon where it's just, like, it's a prop. Because there are two main attractions in Galaxy's Edge, Smuggler, Smuggler's Run, mm-hmm. one other Star Wars ride, and then the creators of Galaxy's Edge were saying they wanted the world to be so immersive that it was an attraction itself. That as you're walking through it, you're seeing so many Star Wars Easter eggs, you're just being so engulfed into this Galaxy's Edge, just the Star Wars universe, and it comes out in Orlando in August? Was that right? August or July. I think I in Orlando which. it's in August, and then out west in California it's going to be in July at Disneyland. We might have those switch, but either way. It's one of those two. It's this year. So we're going to go see it sometime, maybe not this summer, but I really do want to see this. It's going to be going to be a really cool area to just explore. I wonder, uh, I, I just just wonder what is going to be the main attraction. Is it going to be the Han Solo Smuggler Sean? That's It'll the be... biggest thing they're hiring. Okay. Yeah. Because they're they're basing Batu in the in the sequel area. They're what? They're basing <laughs> Batu is the name of the planet oh. the Galaxy's Edge is. It's a new planet established this just for Galaxy's sense, Edge, and they're basing it in the sequel area. Ray, Finn, Poe, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know if they'll have you know hints at the original trilogy prequels and stuff like that, but it's going to be more focused around mm-hmm. this stuff as well. But then they'll have the OG Falcon with the smugglers on. Thinking about it now, though, like, just the, you know, the feel of it. You're going to have droids running around. Yeah. You're going to have different creatures. You're going to have stormtroopers so going cool. through in packs. Yeah. Like, oh, wait. that's going to be really and Speaking neat. of Batu, uh, as I said last week, I was finishing up Thrawn. Almost done with it. But the next book in the series, Thrawn Alliances, is mm-hmm. him and Anakin or Vader teaming up. And it actually takes place on Batu. So, Timothy Zahn was in talks with the creators of Galaxy's Edge, talking about what it looks like, how the world is, and how he can make it that same world within his book. I think that's a cool, just little, you know, creating this new world that's not in the movies, it's not in the shows, but it's only for the book and for this world. Yeah. I think it's a kind of cool little thing. Did I tell you I was reading Heir to the Empire? I, I think I've said it before. Yeah, you have. But I, I kind of got back on that train. I don't know if you've said it on the podcast, though. Oh, I'm reading Heir, Heir to the Empire, which is... <laughs> The first book that was released by Timothy Zahn. Correct. Um, that was more or less, this was after uh, the Return of the Jedi and before, I think, Phantom Menace was even a thought. Yes, this was supposed to be the original sequels yeah. to what? To what happened. And that's a lot of people who grew up with these, like, this is what they knew as the sequels. Yes. Is, is Thrawn's legacy through Heir to the Empire. Yeah, Heir to the Empire came out in 1992. Okay. And it is. I mean, it, I think even then it was just essentially fan fiction, but it was a book that was released in, maybe it was released in part of the, you know, Star Wars Expanded Universe, whatever they called it then. But it, it was the EU then. No. Yeah, it was. But reading back through it now, it it still holds up as a really good story. If you Google best Star Wars books, that will always that come comes up. up. One. That trilogy, it's the most iconic 
um, to yeah. yeah. And I was reading it too. Just they were talking about how uh, it was Lando and Han, and they were talking about how Han had gotten the you know Millennium Falcon, yeah. and it was the exact thing that had happened in Solo. Really? So they respected in Solo kind of cool. You know what he had said. And I want to read through Air of the Empire sometime. I have a kind of backlog yeah. of books right now. Speaking of Star Wars books, a new one dropped, I think, a week, two weeks ago. Uh, it's called Master and Apprentice. It's about Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan Kenobi mm. based around episode one. I don't know exactly the exact time period in episode one this, when this takes place. I assume before the events of episode one. But Qui-Gon Jinn is a character that a lot of people love. One of the best parts about the prequels for sure, or episode one for sure. So I'm between buying this one or Thrawn Alliances for my next purchase. That's a for tough Star Wars one. book. It really is. Mm-hmm. It's it hasn't been out a while, so it doesn't have a lot of reviews. It's got 25 so far. It was released what nine oh, days ago. 25 five star reviews, I think. It's well, mostly five star from what I saw. There's right? a couple ones. There's a couple fours, but most of them are fives. Yes. You're always gonna have a people a few people who hate but like anything. There's always gonna be one star reviews. Yeah. Ugh. Well, new segment. Looking at one star reviews, oh yeah, and what they write about good things. As long as they're not not on our podcast, like yes, we want we'll five read. star reviews on our podcast, and a few four. Fours are okay. We yeah. talked about that a little bit. Fours are okay. So yeah, uh, it's a book that I'm interested to dive into. Um, I am curious about this one though. You think you're gonna? Yeah. Okay. So let me read the uh, the uh, synop- yeah, not the synopsis. I haven't read a full synopsis of it. It says a Jedi must be a fearless warrior, mm. a guardian of justice, and a scholar in the ways of the Force. But perhaps the Jedi's most essential duty most essential I had, that doesn't sound right. Most essential duty is to pass on what they have learned. Master Yoda trained Dooku. Dooku trained Qui Gon Jinn. Yeah. What? Never knew that. And now Qui-Gon, I'm sorry, I hadn't watched it in a while. And now Qui-Gon has a Padawan of his own, but while Qui-Gon has faced all manner of threats and danger as a Jedi, nothing has ever scared him like the thought of failing his apprentice. Oh, I did not know that Qui-Gon was trained under Dooku. You really did not know that? No. Yeah. Where was I supposed to have learned that from? In the prequels. Oh, I didn't watch those. No, you <laughs> shut up. <laughs> they were definitely talking about that within the prequels. I don't remember that. Mm. Um, and then one other big thing, not related to Star Wars at all, but back to Endgame just a little bit, Fortnite. <laughs> Why did you even bring this up? Ugh. I think it's just interesting. Fortnite's doing an Endgame crossover. <laughs> Stormbreaker. I watched a little bit of gameplay. And, like, you go pick up items of either Hawkeye's bow, Stormbreaker, Captain America's shield or Tony's um, repulsor gloves, and it looks pretty cool. It does look kind of. It cool. really does look like a fun like yeah. introduction into the Marvel universe again. Because a year ago they had the Infinity Gauntlet game mode where oh, you can play yeah. as Thanos, so people are expecting it to happen again. But you go and you fight off Thanos and the Chitari within this in the world of Fortnite. Kind of cool. And you fight the Chitari and each other, yeah. Hmm. I know, we're going to play a little bit. I've, I've went away from the world of Fortnite. I've, I kind of got over it. I'm, yeah, it's it's had its time. But I'm, I'm going to play a few games in this. I downloaded it this morning, so it'll update. Oh, I need to download it again. Um, that's the most annoying thing is every week you have to get like a three, three gigabyte update. Yeah, it's insane. If I just want to go play it, I'm like, oh, i got to wait on my internet to load this thing. So I, I don't know. What do they update it. so much every week? Because they drop so many new things within... New guns, new points of interest, new skins, new everything. So they have to update the game periodically, almost weekly. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. So that leads us to our final question of the week. 
That's a wrong question. <laughs> Cody doesn't even know what it is. I don't. Cody? What? What's your binging? Oh, what am I binging? <laughs> I thought it was like, something else like no, in our whole... No, we're going, we're going big on this. Oh, gosh, I hadn't even thought about this. I know, I know. I've you got, sprung this question on me. I've got a few things. We've only been doing this five weeks. I should not. I should know this by now. You should I definitely should know, know this. this kind of. yeah. Okay, well, Heir to the Empire, I have definitely been um, uh, binging that again, like How, we said earlier. How's Red Robin? Stop it right now. It's it's Red Rising. I texted Cody earlier this week with a backlog of books, and I put Red Robin in there, and then he texted me back and said, you need to add Red Rising to the list. And I said, Cody, I did. He forgot I even named it Red Robin. Yeah, you had it named by the wrong thing. I didn't know what it was. I just skipped over it. Yeah, I know you did. I actually thought it was Bird Box at first. Like, <laughs> I was just thinking birds. And Decent movie. Decent movie. Book was better, better. I guess. I never read the book, so. Yeah, well. But back to binging. Um, Empire. Heir to the Empire, and then just hearing you talk about the Throne series, I'm kind of wanting to get onto that. I hadn't read it yet. Um, I have been also, man, The Expanse has been a a like <laughs> chore almost at times. Those books are massive. Mm. They take a long time to read. They're so detailed-filled. It's almost like a Game of Thrones in space, like we said before. But, um, yeah, I've been watching The Expanse series and then reading a little bit more of the books uh, there. So, Heir to the Empire, and... The Expanse, pretty good stuff. and TV. Yeah. Yeah. Tower, what are you binging? So, this past weekend, I finally watched A Quiet Place. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What did you think? I loved it. Really? Yes. So, hard movie to quick, spoilers, quick spoilers right now for Quiet Place if you haven't seen it. Um, it I knew it was going to be good, mm-hmm. but I really did enjoy I mean, I didn't, it's not a movie that you're just like, you feel joyful after because, uh, you know, it's a movie about creatures that are going to kill you but I thought it was so well done and John Krasinski directing and acting within it mm-hmm. I thought it was good I mean I really did enjoy the whole synopsis behind it and how they got around all the talking and stuff I mean there are a few little plot holes like do you remember the scene where the um, Emily Blunt she's going into labor and she steps on the nail and then they, she turns the um, kitchen timer and the thing hears the clicking in the kitchen timer. The monster hears that. Sure. Yeah. So it hears that, but how can it not hear like a heartbeat or like little things like that if it has such enhanced hearing? Because the clicking is louder than a heartbeat. But still, I feel like it would be if it has such ultrasonic hearing, it would be able to hear our heartbeats or something about us. I don't think so. I, I, I mean, the kitchen timer goes tick tick. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like you would definitely hear that before you hear somebody's heartbeat. I, I mean, I know, but I feel like if it's, if it's that ultrasonic. Yeah, true. You'll hear it. Did um, you, now that you've watched it, have you seen like the mashups of The Quiet Place in The Office? No. Oh my gosh. I need to watch those. You need to, yeah. If you don't it's know, so listen on the podcast, I think both of our favorite show of all time would be The Office. Or Seinfeld. That's yeah, a you're more one. of a Seinfeld guy. I'm, <sighs> I'm more of an Office guy, 100%. so good. But yeah, they're... They're up there. Dude, but the scene at the end, uh, spoiler alert again, so if you haven't... Spoiler alert for The Office? <laughs> I haven't even watched the last season. No, I'm just kidding. I have. You're the worst. I have um, only watched have you watched the finale? Of the show? You've only watched it once, right? Yeah, and that show. was with Sarah. We Because uh, she had never watched The Office before. I'd watched everything up until the finale, or the last season, and I refused to watch the last season for... Yeah. Years, yeah, because I didn't want it to end. I remember you saying that. It's probably some psychological problem, but um, yeah, we watched it one but time. Back to spoilers with a Quiet Place, John Krasinski, and that at the very end, whenever he sacrifices himself and he does a sign language, "I love you," "I've always loved you" to his daughter. It's just mm-hmm. that's a good moment. That was a good moment. I got my heartstrings a little bit. But then I'm also like, if he sacrifices himself, how does that really? Like, it it gives them an opportunity them to get in the truck and go away. Was that the what monster it was? was on the truck? 
So it needed to go over to him, eat his face, and then <laughs> they could drive away. Uh, it's been a little while since I watched it. We watched it the weekend it came out, and I, I remember thinking that, that at the end, though, like, but did he really, like, I feel like the monster would still just be like, oh, well, I've already stopped this human. Let me just go get two more, yeah. you know, but whatever. Good movie. Um, it, it was decent. It was funny. My wife hates scary movies. I don't love them, but she really hates them. So we sat, like, we have those Phillips Hue bulbs. So we sat, like, a blue light, kind of like a movie night type of, you know. Oh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> Ten minutes in, she's like, bump the lights on all the way. I can't sit <laughs> under this. And then. Ten minutes in? Yes. Yeah, she was freaked out. Um, so and then she went to go do something really quick. And she didn't think I was going to pause the movie. Like, she went to go get something to drink and went to the bathroom and they came back in. And I paused it and she came back in and she's like, why'd you pause it? I wanted you to watch it so I didn't have to get freaked out. <laughs> um, so she was freaked out. She had a dream about the monsters that night. Oh, yeah. With Judah being in the other room, she was freaking out. So. You really missed a chance to scare her really when she did. went to the bathroom. I know. She would have literally killed me. Yeah. That yeah. would have been funny. Though. I love my marriage too much. It would have been so <laughs> funny. that way. And then uh, another thing on binging, I'm almost done with ACT. It dropped episode seven last night. Oh, yeah. Gosh, dude. You need to watch it. It's messed it's up. It's so interesting. It's messed up. They finally got caught last night by the cops. What do you mean finally got caught? Didn't she put this on Facebook that she killed so, her mother? Interesting. What they do is her and this guy, spoilers for that, they, he has a split personality disorder. They, she met him online. So she says, his name is like Nick, but she says, Victor, will you kill my mom? Because she's like she's living in a prison. Victor is his split personality. He comes in, stabs the mom. They both go on a bus to his home in Wisconsin. While they're in Wisconsin, like, Dee Dee is who is the mom. She's still stuck at the house. So she's, like... Like half alive. Dead. Completely dead. Oh, she's dead. It's, like, days later. Oh, my God. So they're, like, how are we going to get away with this? We, we want her to be found, but... So they... Why do they want her to be found? I don't... Because they feel bad. I don't... They're stupid. So they type on her Facebook, acting like somebody went in on Facebook and hacked it and said, die, and then all these other things... But they didn't turn location services off. They didn't think about the fact that you can te- track IP addresses through Facebook. Oh, my gosh. Elizabeth and I went to the Facebook page afterwards. Yeah. That's so creepy. Because you see that before that, there's like, you know, one or two likes on post. And then after that, you see all these likes and these comments. Like, I'm so worried. What's going on, DD? Oh, my gosh. It's so real. I don't want to watch it. And then I it's watched so the weird. actual trial yeah. um, of actual Gypsy Rose Blanchard. And her, she has this really high-pitched voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The actress who plays her hits the voice on 100%. Who is the actress? I don't remember her name. She's not a very well-known actress, but she does so good. And I cannot recommend this series more. It is rated M, so it's a little bit more... Um, a little harder to watch in some areas just because it is really intense. It's really dark. Mm-hmm. But it is such a good show that I'm really enjoying watching. So the actor who plays Gypsy, her name is Joey King. Joey King. Yeah. So. Well, speaking of true life crime crazy stories that you wouldn't believe are real, I do want to give one more recommendation of not something I'm binging now, but Sarah and I were binging, I think, about a month and a half ago. Um, have you heard about uh, Elizabeth Holmes? Her name ringing bells? She was um, the CEO of a company called Theranos. Okay. Yeah. Theranos? Ther- no. 
might as well have been, but nope. Um, Theranos, and the whole thing, she went to Stanford for like literally two semesters. Yeah. Was it Stanford? Yeah, it was Stan- Stanford, not Stanford. Stanford. Stanford, like in Stan. California. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that one. She went there for just a couple semesters, um, dropped out, and then was, thought she was a genius as far as biomedical engineering was concerned. Yeah. And she had somehow some really good connections with people like George Schultz, who was an mm-hmm. old secretary general or something like that, Henry Kissinger, Bill Clinton. I was thinking Charles Schultz. <laughs> different. Uh, Betsy DeVos, um, James Mattis, who, uh, anyway, so she had all these connections, ended up getting like so much funding to start this company, and uh, it Theranos. was Theranos, okay. and it ended up essentially being all a fraud, to where they said that they could get a blood test from a, you know, just a prick of blood, and they could do all sorts of tests, see if he had cancer, so they had people coming in, and when they used the actual machine, it would give them these bogus results, like, you're diabetic, and they'd be like, but I'm definitely not. Or they would freak out and go to their doctor, and their doctor would be like, yeah, no, you're not at all. So all these things like that. And, and anyway, she ended up misleading investors, all sorts of stuff like that. So anyway, her trial is happening like right now or parts of her trial. Like in real life right now. Yeah, I think they just set the date for her actual trial for like company fraud or something like that, and it's in June or July. So we'll know more about it that's going on. But there was a podcast called The Dropout okay. um, that, that we listened to. Um, it's a, the podcast is okay, but it just goes through the whole story, and the story's insane. So, so new episode, top true crime series of all time. Like like Serial. true crime yeah. events that happened? Yeah. That'd be interesting to talk about. I haven't seen a lot. But Email us at theculturesharkpod. <laughs> I've got <laughs> the act, I've got serial. That's it. <laughs> so I've got my top two. I think you got to go historical, too. So I'm, I'm going to go Julius Caesar. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> True crime. Going That's a crazy one, man. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. yeah. Um, so one final thing before we, we send it off this week. We were talking a little bit about do we want to stay just podcasts or do we want to upload more videos to YouTube, quick little 10-minute videos that are hitting on things. So if you want to, send us a tweeter. A tweeter, I sound like a... Grandma, send send us a little tweeter send there, kid. Send us a tweet at uh, Pod Culture Shock or send us an email at the Culture Shock Podcast. Shock Pod. uh, let us know what you want to see from us. So we would love to put out some stuff because we are on YouTube with the podcast form, but that's just with our fifty minute podcast. No other type of material. No materials. Also, if you want to give us a like and a sub on Apple Podcast, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, or Audio Boom. Give us a five-star rating if you liked what you heard. Follow us on our Instagram accounts. Cody, where are you at on Instagram? What do you mean? What's your account? Oh, gosh, I don't know. Cody Hager 42. Is that it? I think so. Okay, it's Cody Hager 42. Oh, my gosh. Like I know. It was in the show notes last week. Oh, well, that's probably it then. I think that's it. At TB Grant, if you want to. But I think that's all the time we have for you this week on the Culture Shock Podcast. We'll see you next week. Bye.